You're with Julian on the brown note. And um, Roe versus Wade and the Republicans' takeover of democracy. So this isn't really about the recent uh, Supreme Court decision to repeal the uh, Supreme Court decision in 1974 to grant access free and, you know, um, free access to abortion in America based on the 14th Amendment, which doesn't mention anything about Hardly anything that it's applied to, uh, it's, a, it's a furphy. It really doesn't mention race or sexuality or abortion or any of the things that are tenuously linked to it. This is more about what we're seeing in America today, which is a takeover of democracy by a very hardline right-wing Republican Party. Now, back in the 70s, um, if you look back enough, far enough in time pre-Rupert Murdoch's domination of the populist right-wing media landscape, the differences between your conservative right and your left-wing Labour were nowhere near what they are today. Um, back then, a conservative could have been called a real proper conservative, which is someone that is only wants the opposite of an ideologue, someone that only wants society to progress at a speed it's comfortable with. The modern conservative is an ideologue. They're nothing like that. They're not conservatives. They want to reshape society today, and they want to do it at lightning speed. And the Republicans have found a way now to bypass democracy because they don't agree with it anymore. Basically, you're wrong, and we're going to do what we want. Um, so the proper Roe versus Wade piece is on uh, the YouTube channel, The Brown Note, and on the podcast, The Brown Note, which goes for like 25 minutes, so I'm not going to do it on the, the radio show. This is a look at the um, gradual erosion of democracy in America, which is um, pretty terrifying. Um, back in the early 70s, the Republicans and the Evangelical Church, like the Republicans weren't anywhere near as um, vociferously angry about abortion. In fact, did you know in the 1800s that they used to advertise for abortion medicine in newspapers? It became this cause celeb for the right-wing crusader. The evangelical church didn't openly oppose abortion back in the early 1970s, back when I think Billy Graham was running the show. And the evangelical Christians didn't want anything to do with politics. But what happened towards the end of the decade is there are a lot of people getting really angry about the progress that was made in the 1960s with women's rights and sexuality and giving you know black people the same rights as whites, and they weren't happy. Because these people have never stopped fighting the Civil War. Uh, they'll never, ever stop fighting the Civil War. I mean, they won't ever probably go back to slavery, but um, pretty much anything post that they'll, is a fair game. So we had Reagan come in and realize um, that there's this huge base in America that he could appeal to, which is a evangelical Christian base. And since then, they've, the Republicans have been feathering that base as much as they can. But things were still nothing like they are now. Ronald Reagan would appear like Joe Biden. He would not be recognizable. He would be shunned from the current pro-Trump party and i want to be very clear trump is not the reason for any of this trump's a symptom of this he is only possible because of the fact that the right-wing republican party became what they are today 
And uh, the I guess the kickoff was sort of the George Bush, Al, uh, Al Gore, um, Dick Cheney era, where they started to completely ignore all of the paradigms that both parties had respected and just basically do whatever they wanted. In tandem with the rise of Fox News in America and the rise of this very, very angry polarized uh, media. And that reached an apex with two things, the Tea Party movement and a black president. And the black president, as much as these people will cry about him being a liberal and illegitimate, none of that's true. It's because he's black. And he got in and he won two elections and they can't stand it. So those two things set the whole thing in overdrive. Um, and since then, we've seen that the, the Republicans are faced with this issue, which is that old white conservative men are becoming less and less a majority in America. People like Latinos are replacing them in uh, the majority percentage wise. And they know that. So they've been dealing with that, not by trying to reach out to the new popular demographic, but by trying to stop parts of the demographic that don't, they don't like voting. Or, you know, they, they have been gerrymandering like crazy. The, uh, the biggest irony about the Republican claims of voter fraud is no one's done more voter fraud than they have. If, you, if you're talking about usurping the Democratic vote, the amount of gerrymandering they've done over the last 15 years is shocking. They try and disenfranchise voters every step of the way. They will pass legislation to stop anyone that is a felon voting because they know that primarily there is a higher proportion of black people and Latinos in jail than the white conservative vote. Um, they'll try and move vo voting stations out of a region where... Um, there might it might be easier to access for people with less transport options, which are usually the poor and often the non-white conservative people. So they've been acting against democracy for some time now. And the Democrats, I cannot stand for how little they fought back. They have let them get away with murder. It is disgusting how little the Democrats have done and are doing even today. They could have ended the filibuster and they could have ratified Roe versus Wade and the right to an abortion in law themselves, and they just refused to do anything. I wonder, cynical me, whether they actually are enjoying using that as a, a an election vote-winning thing, which I think they are, because there's nothing stopping them from doing these things. We all know how rabid these things have got. We are actually investigating currently a coup d'etat, an attempted coup on America, supposedly the bastion of democracy and freedom, actually had an attempted coup. And we all said it would happen. We all said that Trump wouldn't give up power. And it happened. And he's still out there. What? America's doing nothing. And I'm really disappointed. With the, I mean, the progressives are now finding their voice. But they've been noticeably silent. Uh, and letting things glide back down to this um, vaguely Republican Demo uh, Democratic Party. 
So um, I think this is the biggest Pyrrhic victory in history for the Republican Party, which is that this is going to galvanise all of the progressives with all of the suburban housewives in America. Uh, and it is going to cause them an enormous amount of problems. But the reason I'm doing this bit is today the Supreme Court, which has been stacked, is supposed to be the least partisan body in America, able to weigh um, judicial responses and say, you know, we're, this is this is a paradigm that we will accept and not have become a, a, a political wing of the Republican Party and needs to be ended or replaced. Um, it's, 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 it's been destroyed by the Republican Party. But today, they actually um, voted that a, a, a football coach in America should be allowed to preach Christianity at the end of the game. Um, he was sacked for doing it initially because one of the most important parts of the Constitution is no establishment of religion. So you can't use schools and places like that, public places uh, like schools, to establish a religion. And he was very much doing that after the games and the Supreme Court have come down in his favour. This is arguably an even bigger thing than Roe versus Wade in that this isn't an amendment. This is one of the core principles of the Constitution. And it's very clear now that the Republicans have found a way to bypass democracy entirely. Those three Supreme Court judges weren't appointed by a majority of Americans saying... We elect this person and we want this person to be on the Supreme Court. They were all appointed by minority victories where the Democrats actually polled higher voting figures. And then they lied. Um, finally, people like uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez is coming out and saying impeach them. I said this in the, the proper Roe versus Wade. How can you not impeach them? They lied to Congress and the American people, and they're supposed to be the highest court judges in the land. They were repeatedly pressed on whether they would overturn Roe versus Wade and said no, and then immediately did. That has to be dealt with. You cannot. There, were, there is no viability of the Supreme Court going forward. Anyone can just lie their asses off when they are having their committal hearings, and then just do the opposite. So either this is going to be dealt with, or the, what is the point in the Democrats? And there's going to be, I said the, the Democrats are probably going to win the midterms in November because of Roe versus Wade, and because they're going after gay marriage and everything else, even contraception laws. Uh, they won't stop. They have their ideological blueprint, and they're not going to stop on any, on any level. Um, and that's going to cost them the, the midterms in November, most probably. Even with the spiralling cost of the war in Ukraine and the knock-on effect on the cost of living. But they, the, the Democrats aren't doing enough to stop them. They're, the, the Republicans have become an extremist organisation since the mid-2000s. And they've gone from just representing big business and neoliberalism to representing their social agenda which it used to be pretend a bit to try and get uh, that kind of voter on board with them but now it's just this ideological mandate for them um so yeah america is a broken democracy at the moment 